Welcome to the Mystic Mind Cast. I'm your host, Michelle, and in today's episode of the Quantum Nexus, I'd like to talk about introspection. Stay tuned. I feel like it's been a while. Seem like days just go by so fast. You ever feel that? It's like one day goes into another, next thing you know, a couple weeks pass, a month. It's crazy, right? It's wild. And next thing you know, a year passed. Another year, two years, three years, four years, five years. Then you're up to a decade, a couple of decades. I'm going to talk about introspection. Now, I'm not going to talk about everything in my life, but I will tell you just some highlights, some things that gets me thinking like deep within that that has gotten me thinking over this past year. I I have done a podcast like this before. I don't think I did it last year, but I, I think I just did more of an audio thing to myself. And I think this time I'll do both. I'll do a podcast and do like my own like deep dive introspection. But just to highlight some things that I have gone through and thought about through this year, I would like to share with you. Please excuse the noise. I mean, there's a few planes that like to fly. I'm I'm near a flight path and there's people in the background popping fireworks or doing something, but it's not even a day yet, but they're doing it. Anyways, so I'd like to share with you, uh, share with you guys Ladies and gentlemen, uh, things that I have thought about this year. But before you, before I do that, I'd like you to take the time and like and or follow if you like what you hear and you think somebody will benefit from this. Please, please be all means share. Without further ado, I'd like you to relax, sit down, and listen, and just listen to my story. You know. Get your beverage of choice, sit back, or if you're doing something, you know, if you got me in your ears, that's awesome too. So before I start, I'd like to just describe what I'm seeing right now. And no, this is not like an ASMR kind of thing, though I have thought about doing that. But that's not what this is. I just like to just Close your eyes and imagine, imagine this right now. I know a lot of people don't have this, and perhaps this is like a new thing I'm starting. But imagine for, just visualize for a few moments before I begin my story. Right now I'm standing in the middle of a park. It doesn't even matter what kind of park or what the name is, but I'm standing in the middle of a park. 
I see Diamond Head in the distance, not too far away. It's probably about less than a mile, but Diamond Head is pretty big, so you can see it. You can see it for some distance. But like, it's almost like I can just touch it. And to the left of that, the moon is coming up out of the clouds. It's like a probably three, maybe four out of five, four-fifths of a moon. Most of the moon, the, the round part is facing, it's like the facing the surface. It's pointing downwards. And you have the clouds just like right underneath right underneath and it just it's like it's riding the edge of the clouds so sometimes it dips in there and hides itself and other times it just comes out just but it's barely just barely touching the clouds and I, I just think that's such an amazing scene like just to, just to see that see the moon coming out of the it's almost like it's coming out of the clouds like just like that But for the most part, besides the things you're in the background, it's it's fairly quiet. It's fairly quiet. It's it's have the moonlight just it's shining. It's not super bright, but it's, it's more than enough. I can see my hands. I can see my shadow. Actually, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do this sometime today, but just go barefoot. Go barefoot for a little bit. The grass is a little, little damp, not too crazy, but <clears throat> I wanted to get one with nature. Let's say it's not only therapeutic, but there are some benefits to going barefoot and just touching, just walking on the grass and the ground of the earth. It's like balancing, balancing yourself. More often than not, we, we sit at our desk in the office and we wonder why we're super stressed out all the time. I know that's a topic for a different day, but I figured I'd bring that up. So yes, imagine I'm walking right now because I actually am yeah, doing it right now. Barefoot on the ground. It's a little wet. Not super wet, but wet enough <laughs> i'll probably have to wipe my feet before i put my shoes back on but it's okay it feels good it feels refreshing there's a very 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 small very miscule breeze usually in this spot the wind is just pumping especially this around this time of year maybe the trade winds are calm right now and they'll start up again. This is the season for trade winds and rain and all that. But right now, it's calm. It's peaceful. The, the skies, for the most part, are clear except for on the edges, kind of where that moon is rising up. So let me get started here. Maybe I should put that in a different segment just so we can kind of separate that. I know this is going to be more of an episode about introspection and reflection, 
And I, I highly recommend that it doesn't matter if it's not today. Today is the 30th of December on 2023. It doesn't matter when you listen to this. I highly recommend that if you're listening to this and know people in your life, and more often than not, you'll know somebody. Recommend that, hey, have you had time to reflect on yourself? I know this is something I'll say at the end, so I'm going to get started here. Today was an interesting day. If you don't know by now, I'm an artist, a visual artist, a photographer, so I've been doing some AI art. It's something that I started this year, in fact. Last year, I had, I had only heard about it. But there's a story behind that. And I figured I would start off with where I end, at least this year and today, so far. Earlier this year, I had some complications. I didn't know what it was, but for the most part, I had symptoms of some sort of respiratory infection, which I actually did have. I had a respiratory infection and I had symptoms of bronchitis. Not only that, not only that, but I had other symptoms, asthmatic symptoms. And so it took probably some weeks before I could figure out like, hey, what's going on? Why am I feeling like this? Why am I getting lightheaded? Why do I feel like I can't breathe? This went on for weeks. It's funny, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm a pretty strong person. And um, I definitely, for the most part, felt like I had a grasp on my life to a certain point until this happened. And so when it started, it started to scare me. I didn't know what it was. I had a funeral to attend to. And I left for the mainland, came back, got some meds when I was over there, came back, and still couldn't figure out. In fact, it got worse. Around the same time, a few things had happened. I had a family member pass away. And um, I, I, be I became at peace with that, but because I do miss her. But it's, she was a dear, like, you know, like grandma. She's a grandma. And um, so we lost her this year. So that's, that's one of those things that happened that um, I, I really, I believe she's in a better place regardless. I know we used to talk off and on, on the phone, and this is like my second time I'd seen her in a couple of years. Actually, I didn't, the last time I saw her live was 
the year before last. I didn't go last year. Prior to that, I hadn't seen my family, a lot of family, in like 20 plus years. But we had kept in touch. So anyways, around the time that happened, is around the time this all started. And I'm not, it might be connected, I have no idea. But either way, it started to scare me. It got to a point where I was driving home and literally I was lightheaded. I could just kept I kept thinking to myself like it's gonna pass, it's gonna like go away. You know, I've been lightheaded before, not like this bad, but it was so close to where I thought I was gonna pass, like I was gonna like pass out. And I would take the normal way home. And, and so I was like, let me get off. Actually, because I was lightheaded, I decided to take another way. And I think I was just going to check my mail. Anyways. Which is actually great because it, it might have been worse if I had taken my normal route home. Which is like the expressway. So, I got to a point where I had to pull off the side of the road. And I called my friend, I called one of my friends. I actually called, I called a couple friends, but I called her up. For some reason I was like, let me call up my friend. It, it is, it's one of my friends that I actually have, I wouldn't say crushed, I like her. I like her, I really like her. Anyways, I called her up cause I was like, well, fuck, you know, let me just, I need to talk to somebody. I could have called anybody. I could have called mom. I didn't want to call mom, I didn't want to worry her. I think I called her eventually, but I don't want to call. And I, I even told my friend this, like, I don't want to I don't want to worry you because I know this is concerning to me as well. It's like, what is going on? My other friend was probably getting off work, so I didn't call him, my closest, my closest friend. So I called I called my lady friend, my female friend. And called up, told her, I was like, please, you know, just just, well, not like please, but just like, I'm having this issue right now. I'm trying to get home. I just need somebody to talk to to get me through this, 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 this part of whatever's going on in my, my existence right now. Because right now, I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling like I've never felt before in my life. I don't know what's going on. And so I let her go because it's like, okay, apparently she's, she's in some kind of rush to do something. She's doing something. I don't know. She was busy. I get it. I understand. So I called somebody else. Same thing. He was about to do something. I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. I'm going to get through and power through. Don't worry about me. Not that they blew me off, but I, they told me later. I told them I just kind of keep in touch with them later. Just kind of go back and forth. Like they, they were concerned. So it wasn't that they weren't concerned. But they're obviously busy. They can't just, you know, just stop what they're doing, stop life. And unless I was dying, that'd be a different story. It wasn't that. That wasn't it. But this, this happened. This happened. This would, this would happen for a few more hours until I went to sleep, woke up, and I was okay. I wasn't as lightheaded, but definitely I wasn't getting oxygen. I will say that I still haven't figured out what that was. I have a better idea. And just 
seeing my doctor and everything like that, getting checked out, finally, a lot of the symptoms that I had are non-existent or very, 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 very small. And so that solves a great deal of my problems. Why does this have anything to do with anything that I'm talking about today? Because going back to the AIR, this is something I started. I stopped doing photography. In fact, I stopped doing, photography is a very active, active activity. If you aren't familiar with photography, it's like, it's not just going to a studio, at least not for me. For some people, it might be just, let's go to a studio, take some photos, we're done. For me, it's going on a location. The location, more often than not, is a park, a beach. It's somewhere or in the woods, in the forest. Those are my, my top threes. The terrain isn't, and then dealing with bronchitis, asthmatic symptoms and all this stuff, and because of lightheadedness, all this stuff, then, and then on top of that, on top of that, timing. So I said, you know what? Let me just take a break from photography. I'm going to get back to photography in a second here, but that's not the only reason why I stopped doing photography as much as I did. So I took a break, a sabbatical. Months would go by. The only Photography that I would do is if I paid for it. That I occasionally have is I pay a model. If I want something in particular, I'll pay a model. We'll do a shoot. And uh, so I started doing more AI art. I started like, you know, just delving in it little by little. And then I was like, this is pretty cool, man. You can pretty much make anything from everything. That's pretty much what it is. AI takes like it's so many like millions of billions of data sets and it creates basically something from everything that's essentially what stable diffusion is which is what I use and so I started doing this more and more I'm like this is fun you know this is like a different aspect of creativity it, it, there is definitely a learning curve but once I started doing it more and more and start putting more purpose behind it. I start getting things that I would not normally get with photography. And again, I tell you, I'm a creative person. I'm not just a photographer, but also a visual artist. And so imagine this, that's like, you know, I could take a model out to a, a park, set up lights and all this stuff and capture that. And that's awesome. That's amazing, right? But how many times I get bored? How many times can I do the same thing over and over and over and over and over before I just like, can I do something different? And there are people that are really good at doing, setting up different things and doing different setups or whatever. There are people good at it. Other people, they keep doing the same thing and you notice the trend, right? I don't like doing the same thing over and over. I, so I strive to do something different. And if I don't get it, I get bored. So one of the, one of the other reasons why I kind of stop photography is I get bored. 
that was one reason why I was like, at some, at a certain point, I was, I was doing, I was shooting different models. I would like need a new face. And one of my friends told me, he, he, like, I can do the same thing, bro. Like, I need a fresh face, some new blood, because if you're a photographer and you shoot the same thing, it's like, one, it's got to be either really good money, and I gotta be honest, like I don't, I don't make a lot. Of, I don't make money from all my shoots. So, predominantly the ones that I don't make money from typically are usually the same thing anyway. So that's that's the problem right there. So another reason why I switched to AAR, but then I started thinking to myself. Here's the photography element. The truth of the matter is, is I got a lot of stuff going on in my head. And not that I don't have a good reason to keep going, like keep doing my photography, but it got to a point where I was asking myself, what is this all for? What is the end goal? And I didn't have, rather, I mean, I had an answer, but it wasn't clear. And then on top of that, because I've done a photo talk or a photo chat podcast, where I would bring up these different psychological elements of, say, doing these trade shoots. Trade is just another word of like, oh, it's a free shoe. It is, it, it really depends what the intent and what is the end goal of trade shoots. But to do a lot of them, I don't think it's a good idea. Unless you're learning, you're like, I'm getting my feet wet. I'm a new photographer. I want to get my experience up, get some new, get some photos under my belt, or maybe it's a new project or something. But in the long run, I don't think it's a good thing. Unless you just like not making money from your work. And I've gotten to that point where I'm like, you know, the work that I'm doing for this particular circumstance, I'm not making a lot of money from it. I'm not making any, actually, to be honest. The the only thing I really get money for is when a client approaches me and more often than not is somebody from the mainland i don't get much business locally that's that's just the truth of the matter i'm not gonna just sugarcoat that not to say that's gonna be a thing forever but at this you know up to this point it hasn't been really a thing and so it's good it's great for trade it's great for getting a good experience because you're in an element that there's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of models that can't afford a photographer, but they're willing to put in some work, get gain their own experience, and then we're both happy. They get experience, I get experience, and their face gets on an Instagram or whatever. I get photos on Instagram. That's kind of how that works. Why does it matter? Because when I think about it, and I think really, really deeply about it, is that 
And I talked to a, another model, I talked to a model about this, somebody I haven't shot with probably more than one time, but she told me that if you do it for free, people lose respect for you. And I always remember that to this day, like it's been years, probably a few years since I talked to her in that regard. I just asked her a question, like, you know, if, cause people will pay, people will pay, but you gotta find the right people. I know this is not a photo chat, but that's just something I learned about myself and not even photography. It goes beyond photography. Photography was just the main thing because it was something I did. And when I stopped doing it as much, I began to think more and more about it. Like, you know, why am I doing this? Or rather, like, I can get paid for my work, but why am I not getting paid for my work? Because I allow it. It's simple, right? You would think that, hey, you know, uh, if you did something you know, like this, perhaps you would get more results in this part of your life. It's not always clear. And the ironic thing is, I'm a business person at heart. Maybe not like I'm trying to make every little like, penny off everybody kind of business, but I do have a knack for it. I've always had a knack for it. And so why is it that I don't have it now? Or rather it's been there, it's just been dormant. Anyway, I don't wanna make this a whole like photography thing, but the reason I bring it up is because it got me thinking about other parts of my life. When it, becomes, when it comes to women, for example, and if you, when you're doing an introspection, you really gotta be honest. You gotta be brutally honest with yourself. Like, are you happy with your life in whatever regard it is? Whether it's photography, whether it's finances, the job you work, the business you run. <laughs> Why oh, emphasize that so much? doesn't matter are you happy and if you're not happy because you don't have to love what you do but that's another topic for another day if you don't love what you do find something find something else the fact of the matter is not the fact that I don't love photography I don't it's not that I don't like doing it I love doing it. I like doing it. The fact of the matter is, is I'm not getting as much enjoyment out of it. And not because I just outright just, it's one of those things that I just don't like, but it's because my end goal is not clear. And when the end goal is not clear, it doesn't matter what it is, you start to have doubts. And when you have doubts, other things start seeping in. 
And you might be asking yourself, what might those other things be? So I told you in other aspects of my life, start coming out of the woodwork. I've talked about this before in other podcast uh, series before, so it's nothing new. But I'll briefly tell you that when I asked, and this is kind of like part of the reason, it's not the reason I stopped doing photography, but it's, it got me thinking about like, maybe, maybe I should rethink all this stuff, right? Like, you do like these trade shoots, new free shoots, people lose respect for you, right? That's my thought. Whether that's true or not, I think it's true, but it also depends on the person. I, most of the models I work with are great people. They're awesome. I've had some stellar ones even. There are ones, there's a few that are questionable and I have to wonder like, those are the ones I don't appreciate. They just, you know, they'll, 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 they'll be the first to ask, you know, it's like, well, I put in work for this. I'm not just pushing a button and now it's done. <sighs> Anyways, other, us, other aspects of my life started to come out of the woodwork. And so when I asked my friend out, what did, I didn't ask her out. I told her my feelings. I told her that I liked her. And then when not necessarily that, but everything else kind of happened around this, around this time, my asthmatic thing, all this stuff kind of happened around the same time. It's ironic, right? Grandmother passes on. Asked my friend out. Well, I didn't ask her out, but I, I told her there is a difference. Because if I asked her out, I would have been I would have been more intent on just saying, "Yo, I like you. Let's do something." Maybe I should have done that. Despite everything, but that, that's a different story. So that happens. It goes pretty much how I how I thought it would go. I know you're probably asking yourself, that's probably a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes and no. And the reason why I say that it not it isn't necessarily a self-fulfilling prophecy is because I knew that she had stuff going on. I knew that she wasn't looking to be in a relationship because she had told me. So I just told her how I felt about her so when she is ready to be in whatever it is she wants to be in that I will be on her mind something like that that she'll remember what I said or at least consider consider what I told her so all these things kind of happening around the same time and I've had time to, to introspect myself in this regard to kind of come I'm not going to tell you what the answer is but I will say that I learn a lot not just about photography photography is only the only thing that comes up as a main thing because it covers everything else up underneath it's like my photography is great, but I'm not doing so great in it. So why? What's the end goal? So everything kind of underneath that, those layers in my life 
are the deeper issues. And that's what I want. At least that's what I would highly recommend when you do reflection and introspection in your life that you examine these things that it's not just one thing that's out of whack there's probably a few things out of whack and if there's a few things out of whack there's probably several things out of whack so the one thing I've learned about myself this year in regards to self-reflection is that there are things that I know I had to work on. I had to work on them. And I did. In fact, I'm still working on these things, but I feel that I'm a lot better than I was ever in my life up to this point. I'm not just saying that because it'd be a cool thing to say. I'm just saying it because it's something real. Some of a few things that I have felt this year goes beyond like just what I've learned about myself goes beyond anything that I have learned prior to that. Like Knowing your potential, it's one thing to be like, oh, I have great potential. But when you realize how much potential you actually have, at least beyond what you used to think, it starts to scare you a little bit. And I've gotten to that point a few times where I was just like, whoa, did I really do that? Like, Oh, there's one. Ten years ago, me. Not a clue. I mean, maybe in like, it's always kind of, it's always kind of been with me, in me. It's not like new to be like, muster of confidence to do something. I, I feel like I have that resilience. That's gotten me through a lot. Both resilience and having a positive mindset will take you far but it's not enough it's not enough because you have to actually believe it and if you don't believe it then you have nothing it's like saying that oh you know I can I can cross the street it's a simple task right but if you don't ever believe that you can I know it's simple but maybe some people have issues with maybe walking across the street. Maybe they're traumatized as a child. Who knows? Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something in their life that they're they're trying to challenge themselves or trying to get past or trying to get over it. I know as I get as I keep going, these fireworks are getting more and more like bigger and louder. It's like oh fucking hell. I'm almost done. Please bear with me. So this year, having to uh, get through not just my physical elements, because those, I know, those are scary. 
but you know what the really scary thing is more scarier than that is not realizing your full potential to me that scares the shit out of me because it's like as the saying goes leaving stuff on the table like that stuff on the table you got all this stuff but you, you're not gonna take that what are you doing it sounds simple and believe me I've I've rocked my brains over this enough times to finally realize that I don't know everything not, not that I used to believe that I did but I thought I had a grasp I thought like hey I got this until I was like no you do have it but perhaps you should dive a little bit more on yourself not that I'm finding myself outward but I'm finding myself on the inside my real self and that it scared me a little bit I had seen a side of myself I had never seen before but that is that is the side and self that's my pod that's my optimum self and I just realized it in bits and pieces throughout the year as the year went on that that was really my real self it's always been there but it's been covered up by everything else and it's just like this voice but describe it as a voice you might think this is crazy I don't care I'm not a crazy person but I will say that I've envisioned myself and even sometimes when I'm driving sometimes when I'm just sitting there doing something you know my inner voice will tell you like let's start talking to me not like a voice like a random voice but like your voice you'll know your voice because it's the only voice that's always there maybe you'll envision it as something else but to me it's me talking to me it's me it's myself and I don't know maybe I just never listened to it but the voice is always there your inner self is always there because it's you it's you it's your better version of yourself but yes it's kind of like that angel and the devil kind of thing but even better because yeah you do have that you but you also have a cowardly you too the cowardly you is probably the more if if you recognize and realize what's going on and see that's the thing a lot of people aren't aware they're not aware that this voice is talking so while you feel like you're in control you're really not there's things running in the background why are you scared to do that why are you scared to do that to do this ask yourself that question next time why why is it that why is that holding you back from whatever it is it doesn't matter what it is kind of the same way you know when i was 
prior to asking my friend, or not asking my friend, I keep saying, asking my friend, I'd never asked my friend out. I told her how I felt. Prior to that, I had a lot of like, I meditated, I was thinking to myself, I was envisioning stuff, I was like, and it got to a point where I was like, you know what? What do you got to lose? What do you have to lose? Nothing. I mean, yeah, the fear is there that I lose my friend. That typically happens because, well, she's got things that she's got going on in her life and she probably can't support a relationship right now. That ain't my fault. The only thing that I am at fault of is not being at the level that I really need to be at. I, I know that. I know it now more than I'd ever have. And that is a real thing. And we're not talking about just in the spiritual or the, you know, the inner, inner self kind of thing. We're talking about psychologically being on the same, being on a higher level than you are, than you think you are. Especially when it comes to women. Yes, if you're a female listener, there's a psychological thing between men and women, and it's a, a topic for a different day. I there's something I've touched on before in the past and previous podcasts, but it's not something I really I'm gonna really hit on that much in this podcast. But just to know there there is those varying psychological dynamics between men and women. So that said, I asked myself, you know, could I have done it better? Could I have told her it better? Yes, absolutely. I would have done it differently. Am I happy? I'm happy that I had the opportunity to tell her and I'm grateful she accepted it and she wasn't like just shut me off initially it was like I felt like and maybe it was just me I felt like I got the cold shoulder but maybe it was me thinking about oh well it didn't go that it didn't go as it didn't really go that well I mean it went great because I told her but it didn't go well because the result is how I thought it would go and not to say that I didn't think it would work out. It's to say that she's got other stuff going on. She's not going to say yes. She's definitely not going to say yes. She didn't say no. That's great, right? So in a positive box, we got a maybe. We got a I don't know. We got she got to work on herself. That's not bad in the scheme of things because... What I got out of the whole thing is I got to work on myself. I got to stop being, I got to stop fi- being fixated on, I could have done it better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And believe me, I thought about it. I've kept thinking about it. I don't think about it so much now because I've moved on. It's been months. It's been over half a year. And we kind of talk here and there, talk on and off. Do I miss talking on the phone like more than that? Absolutely. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is the one thing that I learned. And you can say, well, it's a psychological thing. It's, 
It's it's me, you know, getting on a better level than I am now. There's a lot of there's a lot of varying things going on. And I know that everyone's got something. I mean, unless you're okay with everything that you have that's going on, you're gonna have something you're trying to challenge yourself with. It's it's not it's not a perfect world. You like somebody, they like you, or you don't like them, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, it it happens. And so I move on. I get past the point where I'm not waiting. That's the psychological lesson here. I gotta be worth it to not them, not to her. I mean, yeah, in her in her eyes, in her mind, it's like, well, I'm either worth it or not. But that's not what I should be thinking. I gotta be like, no, I need to be on a different level where I am potentially greater than I am now. Not because of anybody else, but because I deserve it. That is me. That is the optimal version of myself and I need to work to get there. Because of me, not for anybody else. That is the greatest lesson I've learned this year. And if you haven't realized that yet, that means you are at the mercy of somebody else's needs, wants, and desires. It's probably where their dreams are too. If you're not living your dream, you're living somebody else's. I love when people say, living the dream. Because it always gets me thinking to myself like, whose dream are we living if we're working here? You would know if you knew where I worked. <sighs> anyway, I am grateful for the job, by the way. So I, I don't want to put it out there that I'm not grateful for having work to get money to fund the things that are developing in the background. I do appreciate that. I am hella grateful. But if you know, you know. And so the only thing I can do is appreciate it and look ahead. Like next, I'm already there. I know I gotta do this right now, but it's not always, it's not always gonna be the case. There is a beyond this. And that's where I tend to go. I said the same thing to myself. I found some time to work out because I knew like I had to do groceries, then hang out with my friend. So that, I just came from that. And I was like, well, I gotta find some time to work out. I didn't do it yesterday. I got lazy and just wanted to relax. You know, drink a beer. Play with my friend online. Play some Diablo 4, which I haven't played in a while. Plus, we don't get to play very often together, so it was it actually worked out. It was great. But I told myself, you gotta work out tomorrow, which is today. You gotta find some time for yourself to work out. And so every time 
I'm, I used to do it three times a, a week. Now I've gotten to four times a week. I haven't been perfect at the four times a week because that is still a stepping stone upwards, right? But it's better than what I was doing a year ago. And so I've had to tell myself, this is an investment in your future self. And you have to think about it like that because if you're not investing in yourself, what are you doing? I, I didn't know that. I, I mean, at least I never thought about it like that. It doesn't matter whether it's working out, whether it's relationships, whether it's making money, whether it's getting a house, owning your own house. All those varying aspects are built on one thing, or rather one person, you. If you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not investing in yourself at the very core, all of those things are yet an illusion. Or they're a different version of what you would really imagine. Because I want something better than what I have right now. And I'm going to get it. Not by force. But it'll happen. When I'm ready. And so when you sit down, and I highly recommend you do this in a place where you know you can get some peace and quiet. Perhaps get a notebook out and a pencil or pen. I don't really use a pencil, but some people still do. Get a pen and paper. Or do like me, I just do an audio. If it's important, if I can bullet point it, I'll write it out. Especially when it comes to goals and stuff that I'm passionate about, I'll write it out. Because I'll, I'll look at it. It's easier to look at something that's on paper versus like, oh, it's in the app somewhere. It's locked away somewhere on my phone behind 500 apps that I don't use. Trust me, it works. So I highly recommend you do that. You know, the other option is you can just do a voice recording yourself and you do it that way and kind of go back at it later. Like I plan on going back to last year, the voice recording I made for myself, just to see how far I've gotten. I haven't done it yet, but I will. So one of those things you can do, because that's going to be there. Of course, you probably want to back that, back it up, back it up somewhere just in case. So just, just stuff that I do for self-reflection and introspection. Last year, um, I did the voice recording thing. I know I, I brought that up before, but I did the voice recording a little bit before the fireworks went off. I was like, oh, I got some time. There's nobody here. It's probably about an hour, maybe 45 minutes prior to the fireworks going off because like there was still nobody there. I was like, actually, I was surprised. And so I took probably 15 or 30 minutes and started, you know, doing this audio recording and then just telling myself, you know, this is what I did last year, you know, this, this is what I look forward to doing the next year. So, in that regard, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself because who else is going to do it? 
if you're not driving the bus or the car, whatever you want to think about it as, then who is driving it? I'll leave you with that. And uh, I'll see you next year. Have a safe holidays and a fulfilling 2024. Psych, I'm not done. I know, I was like, I gotta do an outro, right? Anyways, I really hope that helps. And, uh, yeah, take a deep dive every now and then. You shouldn't just do it because it's the end of the year. I do it all the time. But yes, the end of the year is a great reason to do it if you're gonna do it. But, yeah. Make it a good practice to just do it throughout the year. That way, because you're always like doing a deep dive, self-reflecting, introspection, and you're in yourself. Not just like, oh, you know, uh, wait till the end of the year. Like, why would you wait till the end of the year to think about, hey, I need to work on this. And hey, I, need to, I, could, I, could, I could be better at this, or I need to do this so I can do that. Right? Anyway, please like and follow if you like what you hear. And if you think somebody else will benefit from this, please share. Until next time, next year, have a safe and fulfilling 24. And I will see you then. Have a stellar one. Cheers, everybody.